This is New Bedford's news talk station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. Welcome back in the third and final hour of the program here on Thursday. And, of course, uh, Chris and Marcus will be here with you after this program. They'll be here at 9 a.m. But uh, joining us later on in this hour will be New Bedford Police Lieutenant Scott Carolla, who will be talking with us about something he wants to announce here on the air. And I know that I had said that um, City Council President Linda Morad and Councilor-at-Large Naomi Carney would be joining us this morning. That was my confusion. So they would have been joining me because of the Memorial Day weekend exercises that are happening, the memorials that are taking place tomorrow. Had we still been doing the appearance at 1030, she wouldn't have been join, been able to join us at that time. But because we have moved it back now to 8 a.m. with me covering this time slot, then uh, they will join me tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. So until then, until uh, 8.30 when we have our, our guests coming in, it's all about me and you at 508-996-0500. And if, uh, I, I listen, so I heard about this yesterday. I want to thank um, Jessica Machado for mentioning this to me because I hadn't heard. I don't remember if it was yesterday. She told me the day before. All the days blend together in my mind now. I think it was the day before yesterday. But there's a lot of backlash going on about Target. Right now, because Target, of course, every year for Pride Month has a line of LGBTQ merchandise, clothing, apparel that they sell. And this year, they've actually had to pull some of the items from the stores, not because that they didn't want to have them in the stores anymore, but because of the threats that their employees have been getting. Uh, This is a a written statement that Target sent out to uh, the news outlets regarding removal of some of this merchandise. Since introducing this year's collection, we've experienced threats impacting our team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work. Given these volatile circumstances, we are making adjustments to our plans. Now, this is something that Target has done every year. They, They annually have a line of merchandise for Pride Month. But people have been taking exception to some of the things that they're offering. Uh, and they have removed, they have moved some of its pride merchandise from the front of the store to the back in some southern locations after confrontations from shoppers. And it is uh, pulling, some con- uh, pulling some designs that were causing controversy un- with, with unfounded information. So there were videos and in, in, uh, posts on social media that were falsely claiming that the store was selling, quote-unquote, tuck-friendly bathing suits designed for kids. Now, they were indeed selling tuck-friendly bathing suits, which are designed for people who may identify, you know, for, for people who may be biologically male, who identify as female but haven't fully transitioned yet. So they want to wear a bathing suit that would need to have a way for them to to tuck. And so the 
false claims that they were selling them in the children's section is what caused a lot of this uproar. They had them, but only for adults. There is no child version of it on sale at Target. But people were still going there and causing problems, which led to them removing that product from the store. There's also been false claims that they have satanic clothing because the designer who designed some of the Pride merchandise also de also designs um, occult and Satanist merchandise. And so, like, one of them features a goat head and it says, you know, Satan respects pronouns. And that's actually true. That's actually part of what being a Satanist is. And I know this is going to get all kinds of people worked up and they're going to call in and they're going to write emails to, to Michael Rock saying I should be pulled off the air and all of that. I'm just telling you the facts. I'm not telling you to go become a Satanist. I'm just telling you what it means to be a Satanist, which is to reject what the religions tell you. Satanists don't worship Satan. They worship not having to worship anything. So being a Satanist to them is not so much about worshiping the devil. It's about standing up to the religious dogma that comes with people who want to have faith in God and Jesus. So to them, they're just being contrarian. That's what it's all about. It's just about being contrarian to the organized religion. They're not going to kidnap your kids and cut the heads off of chickens and all that kind of stuff. That's not what the Satanist movement of today is. There there were sects of that. There were people who, you know, practiced occult things like that and did it in the name of Satan, but that's not when we're talking about, say, the Satanic Church or the Satanic Temple. When we're talking about that, we're not talking about people that are actually doing that. We're talking about people who are pushing free will and the idea of, you know, don't worry so much about somebody judging everything that you do because in their eyes... It doesn't matter. So that's why a shirt that says Satan respects pronouns is the truth. Because to them, being LGBTQ is not uh, an affront to God and doesn't go against what God believes because they don't believe in what God believes. But people have made the mistake of thinking that they were selling that shirt, and I guess they weren't. But the designer who was making some of the pride line for Target also designs those kind of shirts. So it kind of got convoluted and mixed in that they were also offering satanic shirts. First of all, if they were, so what? If they were, then the people who believe in that can go and buy those shirts and the people that don't believe in it don't have to. The same way, some, you know, if a Satanist walks into Target... If there's a shirt that says, you know, Christ is risen with a picture of Jesus on the cross for Easter. I don't know if they have those. I'm just using that as an example. Does the Satanist go on social media and say, we've got to shut down Target. Boycott Target. Make Target's stock price drop. No, they just keep on walking and don't buy the shirt. Because they know that even though it's not what they believe in, people have the right to believe in it. And as such, Target has the right to sell clothing that would play into that belief. So, again, this isn't about the controversy. I mean, this isn't about the actual content of the merchandise that's being sold. It's about the controversy that's popped up because people just believe what they see on social media rather than 
actually investigating what the truth is behind it. So you've got people outside Target stores picketing Target stores saying, you know, they sell tuck-friendly bathing suits for children when they don't. They're selling Satanist clothing to our children. They're not. And even if they did, they're not forcing your child to put that clothing on. I got into this argument with, with Jess Machado when the Baphomet depiction showed up in the park at, uh, at Klasky Common. As somebody snuck into the holiday display and added that into the display, and it was removed for that reason. It was removed because they don't let people just go in and add to the display. It's all a pre-designed display that's put on by the city that the city DPI workers and students at Voke Tech work together to create that display. So they don't want people just randomly showing up and adding to it. But if that person who created that Baphomet depiction wants to petition the city to add it to their decorations in the future, well, that's a conversation that'll have to happen. And by the way, Baphomet is not Satan. It's a representation of the duality of things. It's a representation of the fact that, you know, as above, so below, the yin and the yang. It's all about the balance in the universe and that the universe will balance itself out. So that's why they would associate that with this movement. But also, you know, from, from what I'm reading, that, that's not actually, it's not actually in target. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hi. How are you? you no, know, I think the world would be a lot better off if we spent all of our energies in trying to help one another and trying to be kind and understanding than um, all the time we spend trying to divide people and um, cause other people to try to, or force other people to try to follow our ways. You know, I mean, it's different. You know, I don't think that uh, people have a right to influence young children. Um, for example, uh, you know, I don't think it's appropriate to be um, targeting kids um, to join a certain movement, but I certainly think it's important to have your kids understand that there are a lot of different people in the world and that they all deserve respect. Well, and then, but then the question becomes, what is it that you feel would be something that would be targeting kids to join a movement versus just having representation of that movement? A cult. Um, a cult that, you know, goes after young kids and tries to influence them. Um, pedophilia. I'm not in favor of pedophilia. I don't know sure. who it is. No, right. But, um, you know, things like that. But, I mean, I can't believe they're banning that beautiful poem that was read at Biden's inaugural um, inauguration. And they're taking that off shelves. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're getting to the point where the thought police are, you know, and, and this, to, to, to be fair... This is some of this is liberals own doing, you know, because they wanted to police the thoughts of conservatives that now conservatives are coming back and saying, yeah, well, you know what? We've decided that there's things that we don't want to hear either. And so right, now we're you, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, I was sorry. just going to say now you end up in a literal war of words. Mm -hmm. And all of that energy, all of that energy that could be going toward trying to come up with creative ways to solve um, housing problems. Um, trying to figure out creative ways to deal with people who are coming to this country. Because I, I don't think that America can support everyone, but I think that we can um, 
you know, I, I personally um, think that the sponsorship program that people used to have in, you know, the olden days, I thought that was like a good program. Um, but I just think it's a lot of it's a smokescreen for people who don't really know the answers to the hard questions. So they're going to focus on these, you know, other issues. Well, I think it's easier for people to yell and scream than it is to have thoughtful discussion because when you have thoughtful discussion, you have to have valid talking points as opposed to, you know, just being the person that can yell the loudest. And that's that's where the problem lies is that every time we try to have conversations about any of these things, people talk from emotion instead of talking from logic. Right, right. And it's okay to be emotional about these things because they're your passions and whatever. But I think you have to understand that there's like somebody on the other end who has a different um, opinion or might have a different passion, but I think that cooler heads should prevail. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you, as long as you can remain, you know, respectful and as long as you can remain objective when collecting the information, that's going to lead to the best possible outcome when you're making up your own mind about something. Right. All right. Well, see, we can agree on things and even though we might not agree on everything, we can always find common ground. Okay. All right. Take care. You have a good day. Take care, Tim. You too. Bye-bye. And uh, if you want to chime in, you can. 508-996-0500. You can also hit me up on App Chat on the WBSM app. Uh, and if we run out of time with this discussion today, we can always pick it up again tomorrow morning. Uh, and, of course, tomorrow morning we will be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad, along with Councilor-at-Large Naomi Carney, to talk about the things that are going on in the city. And uh, we will do that tomorrow morning in the 8 o'clock hour. Right now, I'm going to take a break. I'll be back in a few moments. Jim. All right. Welcome back in. You know, it's uh, it's early enough that you can still get out there and have breakfast, but it's also, you know, late enough in the morning that you could you could probably have something that's a little bit lunchy if you're, if you're an early riser like I am now. No matter what it is that you want to have, just another Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth, they can take care of you because they've got all of your breakfast favorites, they've got all of your lunch favorites, but really they have a creative menu that has things on it that you might not have ever thought about. And that's why I like to go to Just Another Phoenix, because when you go there, you can always try something new and different, no matter what it is that you may prefer. You like pancakes? They've got different pancakes. You like French toast like I do? They have all different kinds of French toast. Maybe you prefer omelets when you go out for breakfast. My friend Jason is the omelet king, and I keep telling him, you got to go to Just Another Phoenix in North Dartmouth because they come up with combinations that you won't find anywhere else. And if you do go there and you just want to stick to some of your favorites, well, they have different takes on those as well. Instead of just the regular corned beef hash or even the linguisa hash, they have Charisse hash. A little extra kick in your breakfast in the morning. You like a cheese roll? Well, instead of just a regular cheese or linguisa cheese roll that you get everywhere else, you can pick whatever vegetables you want to put in it. You can pick whatever meats you want to put in it, and they'll make it happen. Just Another Phoenix is more than just another breakfast place. Check them out in North Dartmouth on Fonts Corner Road. And remember, you can always get your breakfast right through their drive through window. They make it nice and easy. And if somebody wanted to go through the drive through window and pick me up something, I can, uh, I can text you my order. Check them out for yourself, and I guarantee you will find something that you will love. 508-996-0500. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good. Hey, I got a little FYI for you. Sure. Just another Phoenix on Fonts Corner Road? Yes. Hasn't served lunch in three years. Really? I was in there last week, week and a half ago, and 
wanted a burger, and they said, we haven't served lunch, served lunch in three years. Oh, my bad, I guess. See, the last time I had lunch in there was when I was in there doing a broadcast, and it probably was that long ago. The rest of the broadcasts yeah. I've done have been breakfast broadcasts, and I don't go there right. I don't go there past 11 o'clock in the morning anyway. Yeah, well, this was right around 11, and I said, well, it's early enough. For, I mean, late enough for a lunch, and uh, they said, oh, we haven't done it in three years. No. So. I just happened to hear your commercial. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you. The prompt you did for him. Thank you for that. My fault for not going in there for lunch all this time. I would have learned that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you can still get like a, you know, bacon and egg sandwich and stuff, but you just can't have a BLT or something like right. that. Right. Yeah, they're still they're still open later. They they just they're, they're serving still, breakfast. They're still open, but they only do breakfast. Well, you know what? That's there's enough <laughs> on the menu that that'll probably still satisfy everybody. Oh yeah. Oh, and then they have their specials too, but. What, what do you like over That's there? That's what they told me. Do you, do you have a favorite over there? I um, I used to like their linguisa cheese rolls. I'm not even sure if they still have those. Oh, they do, yeah. But do they? Yeah, okay. But uh, I'm just a, I'm a big muffin guy, so I get a. They have always the the good flavors, so I get them grilled. Do you have a favorite muffin flavor? Their morning glory is the best. Oh yeah, morning glory is awesome. I also like pistachio but, nut. Yeah, that's true. But I don't even know what's in the morning glory. All kinds of, all kinds of funky fruits. <laughs> a mor- so a morning, again, a morning glory is basically I, a carrot cake with raisins in it. Oh, okay. kind of the same idea. Yeah. All right. Uh, I like fruit cake, so I'm probably one of the rare ones that get still get a fruit cake for Christmas and eat it. <laughs> I do too, though. If I get one, I eat it. I love that stuff. Uh, I like it grilled. I don't think I've had. No, I don't think I've done that. Yeah. Well. But I just wanted to point that out to you. I just didn't want anybody to come back at you and lash at you and say, "Hey, we just went." And well, I appreciate it. You know, if, you, if you're craving if you're craving lunch and you can't get lunch, you're kind of bummed out. I totally understand. Well, thank All you right, so much for the info. Day. You as well. And uh, yeah, so there you go. Just another Phoenix has all of your breakfast favorites. See, when I went there with Phil the first time, I ended up staying there till. You know, I was there with Casey. Taylor Cormier came by, and it was just after he had left. So we were, we were there forever. And I remember then getting lunch. But I every time I've gone back since, I've only been there at breakfast time. So you learn something new. Kate, Hello. What's, your, what's your favorite breakfast? Oh, that is a great question. Um, I usually order pretty much the same thing, unless I'm feeling like something sweet. I'll get, um, if, if I'm not, my usual is two eggs over medium with, Sometimes with meat, sometimes not, and then always rye toast if they have it. Right, do you prefer pancakes or French toast if you're going to go for something sweet? French toast. Me too. Yes. So, or you've been to France, they just call it toast. <laughs> no, it's actually called lost bread, pain perdu. Lost bread? Well, because originally it was um, bread that was well, too hard. from stale bread. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're supposed to use. So you soak it in egg to make it more palatable and fry it up. So oh. it's lost. It's bread that would otherwise be lost. You know what else you can get sometimes at just another Phoenix on the special menu? What? Speaking of uh, the area there, Monte Carlo sandwiches. Mon- Monte Cristo, rather. Sorry. M- Monte Carlo. What? Monte Cristo sandwiches. What are those? It's a sandwich that's basically it's made with French toast as the bread. And then inside you'll have like eggs and meats and cheese, usually like ham and egg and cheese oh, wow. in, in between French toast. Okay. Really All good. All right. That does sound I don't know good. why I said Monte Carlo. Monte Cristo. I mean, it sounds like something you could eat at Monte Carlo. I True. Know. I think Maybe. I was thinking of Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo. <laughs> nice. Nobody else remembers that movie. All right, let me get out of this by going into the newsroom with Kate Robinson.
Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' bid for the 2024 GOP presidential ticket is now official. DeSantis made the announcement on Twitter Wednesday, saying he's ready to lead our, quote, great American comeback. During his announcement, DeSantis claimed the U.S. was going in the wrong direction and said President Biden lacked vigor. The head of Russia's Wagner mercenary group has announced that its forces have started withdrawing from the Ukrainian city of Bakhmut. Yevgeny Prigozhin has vowed to transfer control of the city to the Russian army by June 1st, but Kiev says it still controls pockets of the city. He said his forces were ready to return if the Russian regular army proved unable to manage the situation. The battle for the city has been the longest and bloodiest of the war. President Biden is paying his respects to the late Tina Turner. The singer, known as the Queen of Rock and Roll, died peacefully Wednesday at the age of 83 after a long illness. Biden on Wednesday called her a, quote, once-in-a-generation talent that changed American music forever. Some progress is being made in negotiations between the White House and Republicans on a bill to raise the debt ceiling. Republican negotiators met with President Biden's team at the White House Wednesday. Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy told reporters he believes an agreement will be made ahead of an early June deadline. The TSA says it's ready for the summer travel season, which kicks off this Memorial Day weekend. Michael Kastner reports. The TSA is expecting to screen roughly 10 million travelers this weekend with the rush starting Friday. The agency hopes some recently made changes lead to a smoother check-in process, but still warns travelers to get to the airport at least two hours before their flights. One of the changes include allowing children who are 17 and younger to go through security checkpoints with parents enrolled in TSA pre-check. I'm Michael Kastner. Pope Francis says the world must rapidly ditch fossil fuels. It's his latest plea over climate change. He says, quote, the senseless war against creation need to end. Needs to end. The Pope shared the message earlier during the World Day of Prayer for the Care of Creation. He added change needs to be made at a U.N. climate summit meeting in Dubai coming later near the end of the year. Francis and Argentina from Argentina is the first pope to hail from the so-called global south. He denounced global inequalities and said that, quote, consumerist greed fueled by selfish hearts is disrupting the planet's water cycle. The Texas Mall, where eight people were killed and seven were injured earlier this month, is reopening next week. Allen Premium Outlets has announced it will begin serving customers again on May 31st. The reopening will come more than three weeks after the mass shooting in Allen, Texas. The New York State Health Department will end its coronavirus vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. Scott Pringle reports. The mandate will be lifted sometime this fall. The state health department says this is due to a changing landscape in the COVID-19 pandemic and evolving vaccine recommendations. The news came Wednesday, right before an appeals court was going to hear arguments in a lawsuit challenging the vaccine requirement. The health department says it's no longer enforcing the mandate, but individual health care facilities can still implement their own COVID vaccine policies. The mandate led to many health care workers losing their jobs. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. 
Americans are foregoing health care services at higher rates. A survey from the Federal Reserve reveals 28% of respondents went without some form of medical care in 2022 because it was too expensive. That number climbed by 4% year on year. The survey found Americans were most likely to skip dental care. A breach of personal information at Camp Pendleton, Bree Tennis has the story. The breach involves personal information of 39,000 Marines, sailors, and civilians working with the Department of Defense. U.S. Marine Corps officials say the breach has been linked to an unencrypted email that was sent from Camp Pendleton-based Logistics Regiment 17 to administrators of the defense travel system. That email compromised names, the last four digits of Social Security numbers, contact information, and bank routing numbers. Base officials say they're now adding more security measures to prevent further unauthorized disclosures. I'm Bree Tennis. The Florida Panthers are advancing to the Stanley Cup final for the first time since 1996. Florida knocked off the Carolina Hurricanes 4-3 Wednesday and swept the Eastern Conference final in four games. Florida will battle either the Las Vegas Golden Knights or the Dallas Stars in this year's Stanley Cup final. In other sports, it's Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics take on the Heat at home in Boston tonight at 8.30. Miami leads the series 3-1. to And the Red Sox lost to the Los Angeles Angels last night. Next up is a game Friday with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now for a look at your local forecast from ABC6. We're going to be a bit cooler today. We'll have some breezy northwest winds about 15 miles an hour. And we'll have a mixture of some sun and clouds throughout the day. Today we're going to reach a high of about 65. And tonight we'll get down to 41 degrees for tomorrow. Mostly sunny skies high in the upper 60s. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. Right now it is 53 degrees and mostly cloudy. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station. And get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Stream WBSM live, crystal clear, with one touch, the WBSM app. And welcome back in. We have now joining us in the studio a special guest, Lieutenant Scott Carroll of the New Bedford Police Department is here. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Tim. How are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. And I I know you wanted some airtime here so you could talk about something with us here that you haven't really informed me about yet. But still, before we get into it, I want to ask the most important question of the day. Yes. Any bear sightings this morning in New Bedford? The bear, uh, well, listen, we keep, you know, we try to keep the bear under surveillance for a while. It, it was involved in a few different cases here in New Bedford, but um, we're going to waive extradition. It's, it's, it's <laughs> left the area. We're going to waive extradition. It can, uh, it can go in peace. But it so was, no, not today. It was <laughs> kind of interesting how it appeared in, you know, in the north end, and we, you actually yeah. had to ask people not to go to the area while you tried to move it along. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, it's, it's, the bear is deceptively cute. You know, and, and people think that they can get out of the car and, and approach the bear. And those things can, tr- I, I mean, I, I don't know much about, about bears, but I do know that they can turn on a dime. And, you know, it, it, could, it could be a very bad situation if you're out there on foot and it gets scared or something like, you know, of that nature. So, yeah, we just wanted people basically to stay away from getting out of their cars and approaching a bear. <laughs> and, you know, you, like you said, you never know what the bear might do. You never know what the people might do either. Correct. correct. You know, and I was saying this morning, you, you know, it's less about worrying about the bear than the way that people will react to the bear and the way they'll act around the bear. Right, right. No, it was the best case scenario. It moved, it, it moved through the neighborhood. It uh, made its way into the woods. And uh, 
that Bear is a celebrity now. So let's when we're, we're definitely wishing it a long, happy, healthy life. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So what's going on? I know you want to you want to talk so, about something this morning, Tim. I'm I'm glad that you had me on. In my capacity uh, with the police department, every once in a while I get to get involved in some fun things, and I have some ideas that uh, that uh, the chief lets me run with, and this is one of them. So something fun for the summer that we're going to begin this coming Memorial Day. What I have here in my hand, I'm going to present to you as well for all of your uh, for all of your assistance to us and for always being supportive. This is a challenge coin, and this is the New Bedford Police Challenge coin. And for those of you who don't know the the history of what a challenge coin is, many years ago, I think beginning around World War II or perhaps World War One, different infantries, different divisions of the military, they had these coins that would signify what division or battalion they were in. And uh, they were commemorative. And so when these soldiers would get some R&R and they would go, uh, you know, to a bar uh, and they would, they, would be, uh, they would be drinking it up, what, sometimes one soldier would ask another, hey, where's your challenge coin? And if he didn't have his coin, he had to buy a round for everybody, uh, you know, everybody in the bar. So they came to be known as challenge coins. And throughout the years, many different military organizations and police agencies, law enforcement, they've kind of adopted this as something that we trade. You know, you sometimes see police officers trade patches. Challenge coins are another thing that, that we trade. So uh, this is our first line of challenge coins that we have, that we've ever had in our department. So what we are going to do is I am going to take one of these coins and beginning this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, I am going to hide this coin somewhere in our great city of New Bedford. I am then going to post a clue that will either lead you to the coin or lead you to another clue that will lead you to the location of the coin or so on and so on. So the person who finds this coin, number one, can keep it. And it's very nice, as you can see. But we're also offering some prizes, and we partnered up with McDonald's of New Bedford. They're going to be giving us some gift certificates uh, to provide the winner and some other fun things that the winner can get. They can have a choice of several different options, and it's going to depend on the age of the winner and things mm -hmm. like that. But uh, if, if you find the coin, you might be entitled to have a ride along with a police officer. You could have a couple of hours on the firing range with our awesome firearms instructors. Uh, you could have a escort to school or wherever it is that you want to go. If you're wow. a child, yeah. you know, we'll give you a police escort to school. So those are, those are some of the prizes that we're offering along with, along with the McDonald's gift certificates. So it's the first time that we've done it. It's the first time that, uh, that I've ever been involved with, you know, heading up a, a, a challenge like this. So we're going to have to maybe adjust as we go along as far as difficulty. I think I'm going to make the first one a little less difficult. Sure. Um, just to see, you know, just to get people to join in. Um, but listen, if these coins are found too quickly, I'm going to have to up the ante and I'm going to have to make it a lot more difficult to find, but it's, uh, it's always going to be fun. So people, uh, if you're in New Bedford, look at the, um, look at the clue that we're going to put up. I'm going to put up the clue probably Saturday morning at around nine o'clock. And that's when the first clue will, will go up and happy hunting. So you'll put that on the police Facebook page? Yes, that's going to go on much. the police Facebook page. It's going to go on our Twitter and our Instagram. That is a beautiful coin. And so now you're going to, you've got a whole city to hide it in. We have a whole city, yeah. But we you've got a lot got of great so, stuff. But you've got to come up with the clues. So you've got to be thinking to yourself, like, creatively, where can I put it? 
Tim, you know me. I'm a, I tend to be. Uh, I tend to. I tend to fall on the creative side, right? Mm-hmm. I uh, I dabble in art, as you know, and things like that. So, did, did you design that, or is that a design that was? I I, I don't want to. I, I would I, I would hate to toot my own horn, Tim, but I did design it. Yes. Oh, well, <laughs> no wonder it's so good looking. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. So no, we uh, we're very happy about it. The challenge coins are a really cool thing, and you know when we meet up with other, other departments, they come in for meetings and things like that it's always good to to have something to give them and everybody really appreciates these coins so uh we just like to make them available in a fun way so the first one will go out this weekend we're thinking right now maybe every every other week we'll do another coin until the end of the summer and that's where we're at we'll see what happens and you know as you said this is something that will you know kind of excite people about the actual search of it but at the same time too they're also going to be learning about the department because they're going to be checking the facebook page they're going to be learning about all the great things that you're doing out in the community so it's a way to really make that connection it's a great way to make a connection yeah and i guess like i said being involved uh, in my capacity uh with public relations and things of that nature it's just a really cool way it seems to get people uh involved with us you know like you said checking up on our pages coming out on a ride along with us, you know, uh, going to the firing range, doing some fun things. And it gives our officers an opportunity to have some fun interaction with people as well. And, you know, I've tried, I've done some scavenger hunt things, type things before. And I've realized like, you know, people can't always figure it out for themselves. They have to have friends and family that are involved with them and help. So it actually kind of helps bring them together with a family activity to do as well. It can be. And if, you know, if you have some experience with scavenger hunts, I'm going to sway you to secrecy, but I will, I might lean on you for some advice. Well, I I won't, I'm not going to tell anybody because I want to see how this plays out. I want to see, I want to know how difficult it is so we can see, you know, how easily they figure it out because I'm sure by the end of this, by the time you've given away all the coins, you're going to have people that are like, you know, pulling their hair out trying to figure it all out. I wonder, you know, and I'm really, uh, I'm really optimistic about it. I I hope that people, uh, there is some interest generated in it and, you know, I'm I'm hoping it picks up some steam and people are really uh, motivated to go out there and, and look in these places. I'm not going to, you know, we'll make, we'll make it impossible. But again, if they're found very quickly, that's great. But we're going we're gonna to up the difficulty. So maybe by the end of the summer, we will have a scenario like that where people are, uh, people are pulling their hair out. We'll see. And, and you said, you know, you want to find more things like this to, to help the community and the police department work together more and, and to have some of these fun things to do. And I think that that's one of the things that I remember growing up, you know, like for when I went to um, school, actually, it was probably a little bit after I was out of school, but the Wareham Police Department came out with trading cards and they had like these cards of each officer. And so you would collect the cards, but then you also wanted to seek out the officer and have them, you know, autograph your card. So, I mean, I cheated because I worked at the diner and they all came (laughs) in to pick up the prisoner meals. So I would just keep my cards there and be like, can you sign my card? Right. But you would see the kids go out and find the officers, you know, obviously not when they're in the middle of investigating a crime or doing a road detail right. but you would see them around and get the get the autograph on the card and it was you know just a fun way and then by the end of it you knew who every officer was and what their name was that's an excellent idea yeah so I, I you might uh, yeah you can steal that I, i'm gonna take that see that's why i'm gonna lean on you Tom. What, I'm wasn't, gonna be calling you wasn't so. my idea but i'm happy to uh pass it on <laughs> so where where do i where do i hide this next tim what do you think you know and uh but i've got ideas i trust you i trust but you can't put it in a haunted house because i nobody's gonna go nobody's gonna go in that well except, that uh, there goes half of my your crew. ideas yeah <laughs> There goes half my ideas. I was going to say, you know, put it right in the armory where the, the most haunted part of the armory. Right. All right. We got to take a break here. When we when we come back, if you want to take some phone calls, if anybody has any questions. Sure, whatever or, you want to do. So fine. if you have any questions for Lieutenant Carolla about the police department, about this uh, about this challenge, you can give us a call 508-996-0500. We'll be back in just a few moments.
And welcome back in. We are speaking with Lieutenant Scott Corolla of the New Bedford Police Department, who has just presented me with this beautiful challenge coin. And I gotta, I'm just going to guess. I haven't seen a lot of other departments' coins, but I'm going to say that this is probably the best-looking one out of all of them. Uh, well, of course, I'm biased, um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's among the best. It's top tier. It's the Cadillac of uh, challenge coins. New Bedford <laughs> gives you a lot of beautiful things to work with in, in creating a design. Yeah, they give me, some, they give me a lot of creative freedom, so I, I, I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah. So you're going to be hiding the first of these coins coming up this weekend. I'm going to sneak out late into the night, and I'm going to do it under the cover of darkness. In disguise. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. People, you're, people you're, don't recognize no, me you're anyway. a pretty recognizable guy. <laughs> yeah, as much as I can hide my, as much as I can disguise myself, yes, I will. Well, I'm going to take a photo of you with the coin to use in the story I'm going to write. So you'll definitely have to, you know, wear a disguise. Okay, that yeah, that might uh, that might make complicate my uh, my efforts to remain off the radar. And then you said you'll put up the the clues on on the Facebook page and on Twitter for people to yes, check out. Yes, I'm going to put. I'm going to set it to. Uh, I'm going to set it to go off Saturday morning at nine o'clock. It'll be the first clue. And that clue will give you some information that uh, might possibly lead you to the coin or to another clue. Ideally, you know, as you said, you're going to try to, you know, make this not too difficult to start right, with. But right. have you been thinking in your head about, okay, if I have if I have to do it, like what's what's your hardest case scenario? Like you already got one of those in your in your brain. Yes, I have yeah, a series of uh, clues that I'm, you know, that I, that I could string together to end up at a in, at a particular place. So yeah, it's like I said, and I'm, it's going to be a matter of how quickly they're found. If they're found quickly, great. But I know that it's, it's time to up the difficulty a little bit, and that's what I'll do. See, my, my brain thinks, make it as hard as you can yeah. right away. <laughs> well, make it take all summer. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm on board with that as well. I'm on, but I, I'd like to do you know, one every, maybe every other week. Um, so you want to be found before yeah, you do the so next one. Yeah, so I want one. to be found. So my, you know, the worst case scenario for me would be you made it too hard, and nobody's found it, and it's been two weeks, and now nobody cares because they've given up. <laughs> and if somebody gets really good at finding these, are you just going to hire them? Because they could be a detective at that point. That's a good question. You know, I might have to establish establish a one coin per uh, a one one winner per per season rule yeah it's probably a good idea yeah well I'm i think glad we, i came to him you help me you help me to see, work this out we're just spitballing <laughs> i think we have a call here on the line let's uh, let's take that good morning you're on with lieutenant carolla hello good morning lieutenant thank you for your service thank you're you sir. brave men it's my privilege police department you guys have been working shorthand and still doing an amazing job not an easy job um, my suggestion, or you probably already have your spot picked out for the weekend. When you do it, last night we were on Jeopardy, national TV. Do it. Try to do it in something historical nature of New Bedford. That's a good idea to get people in touch with the, um, with you know, with New the Bedford history of New Bedford. And, with the yeah. of New Bedford. Sure. I like the idea, and I, I also like pe- I also like to introduce introduce people to art as well. So maybe uh, that can be a can factor as well. That. We've yeah. got many long. Long historians connected to the city too, so yeah, a lot, lot of opportunities. This morning, I was a promoter about the Bear and Mary, and now I'm promoting you in the city. <laughs> I think I think I need to go in city hall and sit down with the mayor. I could have, uh, you know, I could, yeah, I missed an opportunity. I could have made a necklace and put the the coin around the bear's neck. That would be the most difficult we, one you could <laughs> you could get. We, if we you that one. It, right? <laughs> Suddenly, yeah, there you go. That's and that's the whole reason the bear came down here. He heard about this and was just going around looking for the coin. He's looking for the coin. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Trying, and that everywhere he goes, he encounters law enforcement. Right? He's probably collecting challenge <laughs> coins from them. That's right. Disclaimer. The, uh, a disclaimer. Hey, the 
That's a, that's a giveaway. The, the, coin, the coin is not around a bear's neck, everyone. The coin no, no, is yeah. not. Don't, Stay do away not approach from the, the bear. bear. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, Phil. Uh, we, have to, we have to take our final break. We'll be back in just a few moments. Wait. But we only have a few seconds left to say goodbye to, to Lieutenant Scott Carolla. Thank you for... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.